0: The battlefield of the mind is where the war for our hearts and thoughts is waged. Our thoughts and beliefs shape our reality, and sometimes we find ourselves trapped in negative patterns that hinder our growth and happiness. Today, we will explore effective strategies to change our mindset and overcome the mental obstacles that hold us back. But first, it's been a week since the flames engulfed the historical Lahaina town on the island of Maui leaving residents in distress and uncertain about their future. Nurse Beth did a show on Monday titled Maui Fires, Natural or Sinister. I encourage you all to listen because she gives great insight to what many local people are seeing and saying. In times like these, it's crucial to come together as a community and support one another. My attorney, Mike Yoder, who is handling my federal whistleblower case, has teamed up with Maui Legal MauiLegalPreservationFund.org. Also joining me today is Tyson Gabriel, an expert in the field of industrial hygiene and pandemic preparedness and response to discuss the Hawaiian and federal government's response to this tragic event. But first, let's listen to Mike's announcement.
2: I wanted to provide an update. The amount of support I've received since saying that I was willing to provide legal assistance to those in Maui has been absolutely incredible. One of the entities that's reached out so far is actually a nonprofit. It's known as People Help the People. They're going to be teaming up with me for a legal effort where we're going to get boots on the ground in Maui, actually trying to help these people out with three main issues. The first being the government and Governor Green's emergency declaration, which under certain Hawaiian laws allow him to have unfettered authority to take land, condemn land, he can abate land, he can segregate people, he can even force the individual landowners to pay for the cost of destruction of their own property even if it's privately owned land. You have insurance carriers that are refusing property settlement claims, you have insurance carriers denying homeowner's claims even though these people dutifully pay their policies every month and now they're being denied money after losing everything. And the third angle is the fact that you have private investors making lowball offers to acquire this land, knowing that it's never going to come back to these families moving forward. Some of these families are still looking for their loved ones. And meanwhile, they're getting faced with people that are just preying on their homes and trying to take their land. So moving forward, what we're going to do, we're going to get this legal effort built out, give them access to the rights and knowledge and information that they need check out our website. It's MauiLegalPreservationFund.org. That's MauiLegalPreservationFund.org. And we're going to get them the help that they
0: need. God bless Maui and their aloha spirit. They have an opportunity to really show the world what can be done when we all come together in love and in faith. Before we dive deeper into today's topics, I want to make a take a moment to connect with you all and share some exciting news. If you're enjoying the show and want to stay connected beyond the airwaves, I invite you to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, and Instagram at Jody O'Malley RN. <clears throat> there you'll find additional content behind the scenes, glimpses, and thought-provoking discussions that will further enrich your mind, body, and spirit. But wait there's more i'm thrilled to announce the launch of my private membership community this is a space where women of faith can come together support one another and grow in confidence to hone the courage it takes to walk boldly in your calling in this exclusive community you'll have access to premium resources expert guidance and a supportive network of individuals who are committed To their holistic development together we'll build a community of resilient joyful confident women that will change their lives and the world so if you're ready to take your journey to the next level and be all that god called you to be i encourage you to join my private membership community by visiting my website jodyomalleyrn.com Click contact me, fill out the form, and I will be sending an email invite in the next couple weeks. I cannot wait to get to know you better and work closely together. These times are tough, but they don't have to be. And I want my experience and actions to be a testimony and encourage others to be bold. Use your voice to speak the truth and trust God through it all. We need a shift in energy and consciousness And darn it, I'm going to do my best with Yeshua at my side to do what he is calling me to do. So thank you for listening to Nurses Out Loud. We're on the air five days a week at 10 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on iHeartRadio or on our world-class media player at AmericaOutloud.news. Remember, all of our shows go to podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and many more. If you like the shows, please show the platform you're listening to it on by liking and following or subscribing and share, share, share the out loud truth. This helps boost more people so they can see us. All right, well, let's start. Thank you, Tyson, for being here Hi, with no, it's me today. My pleasure. Great seeing you. Yes. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and why you're qualified to speak on this response to Maui? Sure.
3: Yeah, I uh, started my career with the U.S. Public Health Service many moons ago. Uh, got my Cut my teeth with uh, industrial hygiene was the main focus. Uh, went to school, uh, got a degree in uh, occupational safety and health and environmental management and um, I work as a safety professional and uh, industrial hygienist. Industrial hygiene focuses more on human exposure to uh, what's going on in work environment or just environment overall. Uh, whereas the uh, safety professional side, we go through uh, risk predictions and trying to figure out scenarios that uh, could happen. And then we try to mitigate those risks associated with those scenarios and we put in an exposure plan uh, that will help us um, uh, deal with whatever uh, consequences that could come from a situation um, kind of like this, this scenario here with the fire, um, this should have been predicted, um, considering all the uh, vegetation that I believe they had sugar plants that, uh, weren't those being,
0: sugar cane fields sugar cane that are, fields are
3: dried, dried mm-hmm. out. So this, this should have been something that, uh, a safety and health professional would have been able to, uh, predict and say, Hey, you know, this is something we need to prepare for plan for. And that's what we would do is we would come in and cons- devise a plan. Uh, based on uh, the scenarios in the the community, uh, what kind of capabilities they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I like today. I was out doing inspections and audits, and those are the things what we look for are the shortcomings, and uh, we we employ our our clients to uh, implement strategies that will help them, uh, you know, gap up those holes and be able to uh, properly respond to types of uh, situations that could occur in their workplace. But whenever you're dealing with a government entity like that, you got to start, you got to consider everything. And uh, clearly they were considering the uh, um, issues that could come from the ocean and storms, but uh, they weren't looking inward and and seeing what the scenarios could be with uh, the problems there on the island. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, they knew that this hurricane was, you know, uh, surrounding Maui and that there were um, potential for high winds. And so it's almost reminds me of California, right, where they complain about these wildfires, (laughs) but their forest department, they don't they don't maintain the forest land.
3: Well, we have that problem, too, in northern Arizona in some spots. I think that's been uh, mitigated the last few years. But we had a lot of I remember when I first moved to Arizona, we had a lot of forest fires up there. And that was a root cause that uh, they weren't managing the forest well. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, a lot of environmentalists get worried about microorganisms and wildlife. But in the end, human life should be the uh, one thing that you're always striving to preserve first and foremost and uh, managing your forest. Right. Hey, that is you have to do that. And environmental management. That's one of the things we always talk about is uh, one of the key factors is managing the forest the best you can to take away fuel sources. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's the main thing that you're mitigating in uh, forest management.
0: Yeah. So as far as the response, um, I I just saw on Hawaiian news report on Instagram that they said that their um, head of disaster and response, Herman and (laughs) Daya, I believe is his name, uh, was on Oahu attending a FEMA conference on Monday and Tuesday as the fires ravaged Maui. That's some irony, right there, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, doesn't that incredible. take you back? Do you remember the planning event that they had in New York before COVID?
3: Event tool one.
0: Event tool one. Yep. That's it.
3: Yep, I do. And you're you're what everybody is witnessing at this point. I, I think growing up, I when I started working for the government, the perception is is that people in the government have their crap together and uh, they have. It's sophisticated. We're giving them a lot of tax dollars, so they got the best equipment. They got the best trained people. You have this scenario: uh, what happened in East Palestine? um, The incompetent response there, um, and with what uh, Tammy, Kristen, and Steve told me, uh, things that were happening on the ground or not happening uh, was astonishing. And just going back in there, you know, that we would consider that an immediate uh, dangerous to life and health. So you're going in, I'm going in there with a level AC with an SCBA or self-contained breathing apparatus. Yeah. And that's, they weren't doing that. So um, you're, we're really witnessing that the best and brightest don't work in the government. Um, mm-hmm. Our money really is wastefully spent, e- even though it's going to these agencies, but you're, you're seeing the incompetence from the top down. Mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's a big reason why I left the government when I did is I could see uh yeah, my mentor was was really sharp and uh he got forced out because he wasn't playing the government game um so I left the government to pursue a career in the private sector but that was one of the things I saw is the best and brightest aren't there and um unfortunately a lot of people paid with their lives and I, I suspect that we'll probably see more of this here in the next Year or two.
0: Yeah. I mean, you referred to your colleagues, Tammy Clark and Kristen Megan yep. and Stephen Petty, who yep. have been instrumental and in, in helping all of you guys collectively have really educated America. And I know on, you know, mask and social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just so wild. That's
3: amazing. Well, the, the funny thing is in 09, I worked at the public health service. Uh, when we had the uh, pandemic in in two thousand nine, and the first thing they said is don't wear a mask, and this is why. And it was there was a lot of problems that could come with it. So when I started seeing, um, you know, Fauci, you know, my mentor has known Fauci for forty years, and uh, so first of all, seeing Tony Fauci out there talking about exposure control methods that was mind blowing because he has no clue what he's talking about, and I think people see that now. Um, but then for them to go to the mask strategy. Uh, We have a system called the hierarchy of controls and PPE is your last ditch effort. It's the uh, it's your it's it's not a pillar control method. And if it is a pillar control method in your uh, exposure plan, you're in a very risky situation. Mm -hmm. But we always try to explore other controls like engineering controls. um, They're way more effective. And uh, for them to jump to masking and masks don't even really belong in the hierarchy because they don't protect you. Um, especially from airborne disease. So it was just astonishing to me what, what we're watching with that. And we're seeing more of it, of course, today.
0: Yeah. Well, you know why I'm I'm so thankful that, you know, you live in the same town and we're able to <laughs> yeah. stop over yeah. uh, and record with me today is because I'm watching all of this devastation on Lahaina town and nobody has masks on. And I'm thinking this is a time that we need to have prepared people. No,
3: well, I, the the one thing this is where you have your, your emergency preparedness plan, and uh, the uh, city, the municipalities and the state um, should have been in concert working through a emergency preparedness plan. And you go through your pillar, like when, whenever we take on a client, we go through we go through a, um, a brainstorming session as far as okay, what are the disasters, both man made and natural disasters that could occur? I mean, I even put exposure plans in for tornado response, like right? so. I, and this is where you come through with, um, you know, what what are going to be the administrative protocols, which are your administrative controls are going to be your policies, procedures. You want to have those established, and then you also want to drill. You want to uh, work together as a team and, and figure out what your strategy is going to be. But when you perform drills, you're you're going to understand your underbelly and your response. And if you don't actually go through the process of Okay, hey, this is what we need to do, and and see who's weak and who's strong, and what are you lacking through that process? You're never going to get good at it. And the fact that they use the uh, the alarm system only for um, what was it hurricanes, for hurricanes and and uh, water coming landward, um, they that to me is a clear indicator they weren't even expecting a fire or a possibility of a fire, which is mind blowing to me considering the vegetation there.
0: Yeah, and uh, they're on an island. Yeah. There's no real escaping. Right. Yeah. Except into the water. Yeah. So would you say from what you've seen witnessing that, well, you've already talked about their pandemic response was really not in place because they didn't they didn't have anything Mm -hmm. set up because the 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 official got on. The news and said that he did not sound the alarm because the only alarm that they have is if there is a tsunami coming. <laughs> and he, if they would have sounded the alarm, the people would have went toward the fire. Like, come on, yeah, you don't see smoke, you don't see fire. You think people are gonna run toward the fire?
3: Well, the most important thing is, is what you could have done with that alarm system with your emergency preparedness plan is, is that that's one of the testing aspects that you go through with your emergency broadcast system is educating the public. What are the, uh, and you might go through a different tone or a different uh, alarm sequence with, with that system to determine, okay, this is a tsunami alert. This is a fire alert. Right. And we have protocols in place for, for each one. And, and that would have been something I would have recommended for a planning strategy. Um, I grew up in Texas, Tornado Alley, uh, so we have alarms in all of our cities, and we know when that alarm hits, we got a tornado incoming, or potential for one, so then everybody takes shelter, and those are the types of things, but that's something that through decades of experience and, and training through the media, um, you know, the population has gotten real smart about that, but that should have been part of their their emergency preparedness plan.
0: And so let's go back to the cleanup. Yeah. Um, should people be having mask on?
3: Not a mask. Uh, you you can go through. You yeah. You want to make sure that you're using a respirator. OK, uh, so a mask isn't going to do anything for you. The, sorry. Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah, respirator. yeah. You want to like an I, N95? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch an N95. The N stands for non-oil resistant. And you're going to be dealing with oil based particles throughout that. The, the potential for that is going to be really high. Um, So you want to start with the P100 series. The P is oil proof. Uh, so that cartridge is going to be able to withstand a lot of the the products that you could be exposed to. And that's the thing about a fire. It's unknown what is burning.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so you got to like if I'm thinking through an exposure plan, I'm thinking through I'm going to hit this with a, a shotgun, not a BB because um, it's an uncontrolled environment. And uh, I want to make sure that we're putting people in the right protective gear. I think my initial response is I'm putting people in a self-contained breathing apparatus and SCBA until I know what we're dealing with. Uh, do some air monitoring to understand your exposure points. You might have a manufacturing facility that has a lot of uh, uh, chemical products. You might have something that has a lot of plastic products. So you're dealing with different kinds of reactions to these fires. And that's where you w- really want to make sure you're trying to thread the needle as much as possible. But at the same time, when you're putting in people in PPE, that is your last resort. So make I'm- sure it works and you want to make sure it can work in, in different types of environments, not just, um, one type of environment, which an N95 an n 95 is only good for, uh, because the material with it being non-oil resistant, is really weak. Mm-hmm. It, it, de- it degrades significantly fast in, in high temperature and moisture. So if you're sweating, you're, de- you're decomposing it. Um, you're probably getting maybe 10, 15 minutes of use outside, but with an N95, you really gotta, you gotta be in a controlled, uh, indoor air quality environment. Okay. Uh, to use that, and and you got to make sure that the contaminants you're dealing with aren't volatile, because that that five uh, percent loss in filtration could actually be enough to expose you to something pretty harmful.
0: So, do you agree? Well, okay. How about this? Uh, they they came on the government of uh, Hawaii uh, came online and said that their response was seventy two hours before they got in there. Is that normal?
3: No, that should have been immediate. Um, they should have been somebody, uh, the fact I've, I've listened to media article or media, uh, talking about that the fire was known, um, that the start of it may have been the day before or that yeah. morning or something of that nature. At that point, that should have set off a, 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 a protocol or chain reaction of, Hey, this is a possibility. We have a fire. We feel like we got it contained, but that should have been broadcasted to person, to the civilians to be able to start an evacuation process or warning and, Make people alert to what's going on. So if they people choose to go to another island or 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 want to start gathering things, their animals or their kids and, and be able to figure out, okay, do I want to, you know, go to a family's house somewhere else? Right. Or or do I but you're getting people in that mindset, they're being prepared. So then at, at that point on, when it starts getting out of control, then you set the alarm. Hey, it's out of control. People are already in a process, state of alert, and your your evacuation is going to be a lot more methodical than what was. Unfortunately, a lot of people were dying in their cars trying to get out.
0: Right. I mean, the the footage of there is just is horrible. But I went um, I did a video with my um, friend that lives there on Maui. Yeah, Yeah. And she was saying that there were fires that started on Monday and then there was another fire that that started as well up in. I I can't remember exactly where it was, but they were all fairly close to one another up in the mountains. And and so they had three
3: fires going. That should have been an alert. People should have been alerted to that. Yeah, that right there should have started a sequence of preparing people that they may need to evacuate.
0: So not only did they not inform people, you know, um, a few hours or a day or two ahead of time when they knew that the winds were coming. Yeah. I mean, they they talk about this climate change as though all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, uh, like uh, like we have what in Arizona, what do they call them? Dirt devils? Uh, haboobs. Haboobs, yeah. right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you have like this little mini, little.
3: Oh, yeah. The dust del- yeah. The little dust devils. Yeah. Those, yeah. Just yeah. So- uh, road running yeah. the cartoons and those stuff pretty neat yeah especially when they are coming across the road
0: right, and, exactly one
3: of those and see, yeah. see what happens and you feel it yeah you do but That'll lift you up a little bit
0: like in you know they knew that there was this hurricane no. and the winds were coming and so they get online and they talk about the that response and all that it's, it's horrible. Um, what would you like to say to the people of Maui closing out this
3: first segment? Well, Tyson? my, my, my family's prayers are obviously with you guys. Um, and I know that's kind of a Absolutely. cliche thing to say, but they really are. Um, when you're dealing with situations like this, um, you, you really can't rely on man in this scenario, do the best you can, your close ones, but really turn to heavenly father and into and God and, and really understand what he needs, what he wants of you and, and what you can do and how he can lead you. Um, but uh, unfortunately, this is my my heart sunk when I saw the report and saw what was going on. And I, To me, it just felt like there was a lot of things that preventative things that could have been done for this not to have happened. The infrastructure, uh, the power lines being the way they are, the, the weakness of them and their ability to be taken down by winds, uh, the fuel source from all those uh, sugarcane fields that should have been taken care of through, through years. I mean, especially when they stopped the manufacturing in there, um, that should have been harvested and taken out and mm-hmm. taken care of. Um, but um, we, uh, we're thinking of you, we're, we're, I, we're donating money to help you guys and and hopefully uh, things will come out on the right side for you. And, um, but we just, I just wish you the best and and uh, we hope the, the greatest outcome possible for all of you.
0: Yeah, amen to that. Um, I do remember this article that I want to touch on really quick, yeah. Uh, which I find very interesting oh, that yeah. you sent me this morning. <laughs> um, no stranger to tragedy. This is the title. No stranger to tragedy. Maui police chief John Pelletier led response to 2017 Vegas massacre. Yeah. What?
3: Yeah interesting coincidence. Very interesting. Yeah.
0: And then we have the Hawaiian governor, what Josh Green, I think is his yeah. name. He comes on, um, on air and says, don't listen to social media. Um, because it's idiotic for you to do so. Yeah. When everyone knows that social media is the town square now, Yeah. right. You just have other people weighing in, um, way more than the reporters, and he goes on. And um, a reporter asked him, like, you know, what, what's your response to this? You know, people are wondering, and he gets up and just like walks up. Oh, public trust was it? He said, the public doesn't trust you, and he comes up to the podium with his eyes all like, oh. Really, I got to talk about this, and I just think, what an arrogant!
3: Oh, well, these are these are low intellectual people, and and this is what happens when they get pushed into a corner, and they can't articulate anything. Is they bully, yeah. And so when you see that, you're you're dealing with a low IQ person. If you can't have a conversation civilly and show some humility, you failed. I mean, these people died. These people lost their land, and homes. A lot of them didn't have home insurance um you failed you the entire government the leadership the local leadership to the state leadership of hawaii failed and this is a catastrophic failure and all of them should have their their tail between their legs instead of busting at their chest thinking that somehow they're they're still intelligent people they're not and that's but nice. when you see people bullying like that that to me is an indicator that they've already lost they've lost the narrative yeah and they've lost the ability to articulate and communicate properly and then so the last thing they can do is bully and that's what they're doing
0: that's right. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the battle for your mind on, on after we come back from a break. But guys, I'm so excited to also announce that we have a partnership with ASEA. ASEA is the first redox signaling mo- molecule that happens at the cellular level and you know do you remember uh, the oxidation reduction yeah. method yeah, in yeah, science? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we have so many supplements out there but none that affected at the cellular level and I'm, I'm just so excited that they are a sponsor for our Nurses Out Loud show because there's nothing out there like it and when I first toured the company in February. I was very impressed with all their process and um the drink. It's literally salt water with this redox signaling molecule, guys. So go to americaoutloud.shop and put in the code out loud for your 15% off. It's exclusive to our out loud listeners, and we will be right back after the break.
1: It's time and this is world.
0: This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
1: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
2: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health, naturally.
1: We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought.
0: So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org.
1: Loud.
0: Welcome back guys. Thank you for joining me on Nurses Out Loud. I am your host today, Nurse jody O'Malley. And I have with me Tyson Gabriel, who we we talked a little bit in uh, before the the break about the response to Maui. And before we get into the battle of your mind, let's touch a little bit on climate change <laughs> because this is their whole agenda. They it, it, Project Veritas did a clip. Do you remember that yeah, where yeah. the CNN guy said the next best thing? That's going to come out
3: when that next best thing or the next big thing that's coming down is to control us is climate change,
0: is climate change. Mm -hmm. And he told us that a couple of years ago and and we're seeing it even here in Arizona. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Did you see Hobbs came out, our governor, Katie Hobbs, came out and declared um, a state of emergency for our weather because we had 30 consecutive days in August. In the desert of 110 degree heat, um, that guys it goes down to the 80s at night, but this, <laughs> but there was never anything, Tyson, just- there was never anything in place, so she just put that yeah. in place when people had been occupying this land for decades.
3: It's fine, we're in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, she's not- crazy. This woman's crazy. She's she's nuts. She's, out. she's out of control. Yeah. they're
0: all controlled. Yeah, all of the people. I mean, I I would say ninety
3: percent of them are controlled. Well, she used to run an NGO that was uh, funded by the Sinaloa cartel. So yeah, but she's got connections. All right, climate change Go. All right, so climate change—it's <laughs> a hoax. Um. But this, this is the thing, uh, what, what's happened with climate change, if if first I'll start with this, one of the things I was like going back to is the first Earth Day. Um, you could go the back to Earth Day in 1970. OK, so you could you could go back even further and find some more uh, buffoonery in this uh, this this area. But throughout the 70s, the big global, um, terrible apocalypse that's going to happen was a uh, global freezing. And uh, Leonard Nimoy, he I love Spock as a kid, so I saw this documentary as a kid, um, but he talked about how we're heading into a new ice age. And uh, the solution was getting rid of automobiles before 1995, because 1995, we would be in the new ice age and we'd all be dead. Well, obviously that didn't happen. So then you go into, then they started moving into uh, acid rain. That didn- never became a thing. Uh, the ozone. <laughs> those on is fine and then it went to global warming through the 80s and <clears throat> I remember in sixth grade my teacher tell, reading a um a science report to us that Miami would be underwater by 2001 if we didn't get address uh global warming okay never <laughs> happened and they talk about the ocean temperature rising well that started in the 1600s because you can uh, cut open um uh oh gosh what are the plants in the I'm just my mind just went. Um, what is that? Uh, gosh. Anyway, but there's there's plant life you can cut open in uh, in the ocean. You can see they have rings around it. Okay. And I can tell you, uh, the rings also tell you the age, but they, uh, based on their thickness, um, they can also tell you what the temperature was. And it shows from the 1600s, the, the ocean temperature started warming. Um, so, Industrial Revolution didn't happen. So, it, we didn't cause that. And and this is the whole thing is like they always Al Gore and his predictions never came true. Mm. Um, the Greta Thunberg lady, little girl, she, her predictions didn't come true. Um, they always talk about it in like 10, 12 year increments and then nothing ever happens. Yeah. Um, but what they do is they try to tie in other environmental things into climate change. Uh, like we have a waste management issue going on in the ocean with plastics. And also there's a, um, a pile of trash the size of Texas in the Pacific. Now those things to me is a waste management issue. There there are environmental impacts that can happen, but that right there, what they try to do is they encompass all these things, these tangible things, into their agenda, into the the climate agenda, and then um, that way it's it's just s- scattered into uh, one big bundle. But yeah. it's a lot of different issues. If you isolated those issues and had plans to deal mm-hmm. with those, uh, you would. But they it's almost like they just want all your money, but they actually don't share the strategy. Right? Yeah. The climate accord in Paris. Well, what's the strategy?
2: Mm -hmm. I've never
3: heard the strategy. What's your strategy? Oh, you just want to, you just want to take all of our money, Mm -hmm. but without a strategy. So, yeah, I think it's just the, it's just topics of fear. It is.
0: And just to control our minds. And, you know, I mean, I think that's a good, you know, way to segue into this. Listen, guys, I'm not a preacher at all. But I am a student that yearns to draw closer to Yeshua. And I I have a story. Uh, I, I'll, I'll share that. But, you know, it all begins with wanting to be in the will of God, you know, and then when when you want to do that, he he you just gain more of a relationship with him. You know, I never was one to read the Bible, but I grew up in church hearing scripture all the time. And so when COVID happened and I heard the world was getting on board with this, I knew to to react. I knew that I needed to pay attention and choose faith over fear. And so this is where we're at right now. Right. People's minds have been so just clouded with fear that it affects their judgment and what what are we looking what are we looking to guide us what is our our guiding principles well we can find that in the Bible and so you know I wanted to pull up some scriptures for you because the Bible has much to say about the battlefield of your mind Isaiah 26 3. You keep in perfect peace, one whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Mark 12, 30. And you shall love Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Philippians 2.5, have this attitude in yourselves, which also was in Messiah Yeshua. Second Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but a power and love and sound mind. James 1, eight, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. 2 Corinthians 11.3, but I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Your success and failures in life is going to be fought on the battlefield of your mind. And Matthew 22, 37 and eight says, and Jesus said to him, you shall love Adonai, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Like, wow. Like that's top priority. Yeah. Right. That right there. Number one, loving God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind is the first and greatest commandment in all of the Bible and everything the Lord said.
3: Yeah. My coach always said, get your mind right. Right. Yeah.
0: Get your mind right. Always get your mind right. And and, and Mm in our minds, like, you know, we are attacking the children. You know, with this critical race theory, we're telling people, you know, what was considered a mental health illness and a diagnosis a couple years ago in the medical field of somebody thinking they are a woman when they're a man or a man when they're a woman was given a, a DSM code to say this person is mentally unstable. You need to know that now we are. Like HHS is coming on every day and their pride month, you know, this highlighting like all this deceit and, and just insanity. It's insane that we are OK with chopping off our children's genitalia. Yes. Okay. I I just
3: that's all part of Moloch, in my opinion. OK, I, I, uh... let's go there. Yeah, because if you think about Maliki's child sacrifice, um, so you're sacrificing them physically, um, but also you're sacrificing uh, parents that are enabling this transitioning of children, um, you're also sacrificing their hearts, their minds, and their their mm-hmm. spirits. Their and souls. they're
0: not just enabling, yeah, they, they are celebrating yeah. this.
3: Yeah, and I think uh John Kahn, um, if anyone hasn't heard of him, uh he's a so, love him. He, oh, he's great. He's a he's a minister about this, but he's very very sound with uh, paganism mm-hmm. and a lot of the parallels of what we're seeing right now. These are you know, study Rome. I remember. Uh, I love history. Um, yeah,
0: I like him because he does give you history. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I learned about uh, the feminism of, of men in, in ancient Rome before Rome fell. I remember thinking, oh, that's weird. And then now we're starting to see that in our society. It's like the end of. Uh, whenever an empire is coming to an end this is how it devolves yeah it devolves. end of a
0: civilization yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: so we're we're in the beginning of stages of the, the re- with what's going on with how they're um how the justice department is going after uh, political enemies mm-hmm. um the republic is already gone in my opinion right now we're trying to salvage it and get it back yeah um but people like the reality is is if if good people don't stand up and do something um this thing will will circle the drain pretty quick here in the next I think this next election cycle is going to be very, very critical uh, for the future of our nation. And uh, if it goes the wrong way, I think it's just a matter of time before it circles to drain yeah, and we devolve into a, a more of a physical, uh, combative uh, state. So um, I'm just hoping that God is getting into people's hearts and minds and, and changing them right now. I have noticed that more people are awakened or more interested in understanding more things because yeah. the norms that people have been accustomed to are not normal anymore and mm-hmm. uh, it's a very confusing, but uh, the cognitive dissonance of people still trying to accept that the last three years of conspiracy theories that they've built up in their head and it could be, couldn't be true there when you show them that they are true, that's where people have a difficult time with that. And I've even had a family member of mine tell me that all the Satan stuff, that's just them joking. They're just playing a joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, that's some extreme cognitive dissonance. So yeah. Um, but the mind is where it all starts. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you, Jody, when, whenever the pandemic started, uh, it was the uh, overwhelming sense of fear that people had that was blowing my mind. Because to me, I look at it this way is every day we're closer, closer to the grave. Yeah. Um, death is part of the process. It's part of the plan. It's part of what, what we're all going to face. Uh, there's no avoiding it. Right. Um, so why dwell on it? Right. Why not live the way that you feel like you're supposed to live? Mm-hmm. And why not why not turn to God? And and that's something that obviously a lot of people may have not gone that direction with their personal life. But to me, it's turn to God for answers, turn to God for faith, turn to God for strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when you're in these these dark moments and these dark times, that's who you can rely on. He'll never leave you. That's uh, right. He'll I'll never leave you him. or
0: forsake no, you. He
3: won't. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. And and people don't yeah, especially the Christian community. I mean, they disappointed me the absolute yeah, me most too. because here I am surrounded mm-hmm. by people at work. You know, a lot of them said they do believe in God and they're walking around, you know, saying evil things yeah. and just living in this spirit of fear. And, you know, and I, it just had become so much for me by June of 2020. I mean, I talk about the story in my book all the time that. I just said, all right, Lord, this is I'm feeling I'm walking around here with zombies, Mm -hmm. like literally felt like I was on another level and plane of consciousness than they were. And I said, okay, you know what? I submit to you everything. I'm I will focus more on the word. I will stop watching crappy reality TV. (laughs) I will research day and night and in my dreams And, you know, your will, Father, your will. So when he, you know, a year, almost a year and a half later, was like, record this conversation and expose all of this stuff to the world, was I like a little anxious? I mean, of course I was. Of course I was. But I knew that his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts, right? They, he tells us that in the Bible. And so I was like, all right, maybe the, the, here's the answer here. You are, you are finally responding to me to get me some help for these people. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the Either. way you want me to do it. You want me to be bold and record in a federal hospital and expose it to the entire globe. All right, father. And look at, look at how I've, you know, come, come out so far. Right. And I don't intend here. Here's the thing. I don't care what happens to me because this world's not our home. Yep. And so that's where I want people to really understand and focus on God in these times, because this is temporary.
3: Well, that's what temporal means in the scriptures. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, this is our testing ground. Mm. This is our testing ground. What are you going to become through the eternities? This is what's. This is why mortality is so important. Is I. This is where, you know, we're we're maneuvering our our souls to be something in someone. And yeah. uh, obviously, we're dealing with the weakness of the flesh. But yes. if we follow the um, the guidance given to, but through the example of Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. uh, through through the guidance of the commandments, the commandments to me, um, a lot of people will look at that as these are rules to follow. Um, I can tell you this, if, if I ever had the chance to talk to God as a human being, like prophets have, mm-hmm. that would be the answer or be the question I ask him is, you know, what can I do now to prepare to see you later? Yes. And to me, that's what these commandments are for you. It's the playbook. Yeah. So as a, as a football player, if you're going in, you're, you're going to, you're going to want to know what your fundamentals are to be successful in the position that you play. And that's mm-hmm. what the scriptures will give you or those good fundamentals to help you make the right play at the right time in the right scenario. So when you're faced with the world being against you and you're you're faced with these scenarios where um you know people are other people are in zombie mode and going with the flow but you know the spirit is touching your heart and you know this is not right
1: mm-hmm. you'll
3: have that courage because you know my fundamentals are strong with god and he's given me directions right here and i'm going to follow that through faith and that's how you me, that's how your taste. That's how you're tested and how you succeed in your test. That's
0: right. I like I love that. You said the Bible is a playbook because it absolutely is. I mean, and in us preaching the biblical truth, you know, it's like, what does it say? You shall know the truth and the truth yeah. shall, shall set, set you free.
1: You
0: free. Yep. Amen. That and, and that's the thing. And I remember when I had a mediation with the government and I didn't even want to show up, but you know, we had to at least go through the process so that we could move forward. And afterward, I you know told the judge, I said, you know, I, or the judge told me when I refused mediation, he said, I have never seen two people so far apart. On what they're thinking and believing, ever he said, "They're all the way over here, and you're all the way over there," and and I said, "You know," and I and he goes, "You got a, you know, like a hard road ahead of you," yeah. and I said, "Well, that's all right, Your Honor," I said, "That's all right, that's all right," because I got the truth on my yes. side.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and he was like, "Okay."
3: Well, that's that's one of the great things about feeling the spirit. Mm. It's the uh, I've always described it as uh, there's a there's kind of a burning in your chest, but a surety in your mind, Mm. you know, and that that to me, the surety in the mind is one of the things that and that's why the mind is so important is that if you're tuned in, if, if what you're consuming is positive to the mind. Mm-hmm. then your, your energy is picking up. Cause I, I believe we're spiritual beings having a mortal experience, not mortal beings trying to have spiritual experiences. Yes. So as a spiritual being having a mortal experience, I want good spiritual. Uh, well, you
0: probably feel that way because the Holy spirit is in you. Yeah. And, and that, and that's yeah. how I feel yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you're saved, you know, then you do have the Holy spirit yeah. in you and that's guiding you. And that's, and that's exactly why you yeah. feel that. Yeah. And that and that's another thing, like how even Tyson and I met, you know, after blowing the whistle, I'm introduced to all these (laughs) amazing people, hence why, you know, I have the other shows on the other platforms, because I have a lot of great people that are doing great things. And the world needs to know that and be encouraged and of good cheer. And we need to share the truth, the life and the way with everybody. And ultimately, like high level high level, like Jody, what's your purpose? My purpose is bringing people to God. Yeah. And that's through sharing the truth. Yeah. You know, and and doing it in love and, you know, but yeah, like, so would you say Tyson that you would think like the battle, the the biggest battle in our mind is like the greatest enemy is ourself.
3: Uh, It's our decisions that we make, Mm. you know, our choices is what dictates our our outcomes i mean, you look at people you know I, I this morning i was at a target and i saw a person essentially a homeless person taking a bath in the the sink at the target restroom um <laughs> and, and initially I, you know i feel bad for the guy i'm just mm-hmm. like, oh this is terrible but the reality is is if your your results in life are a series of decisions that you've made through your life you know and and to me that's that's an outcome of of your trial your your trial through mortality Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think your choices are the most important thing. Your choice on what you watch, your choice on what mm-hmm. you know, where you go, your choice on what kind of people you're around—that mm-hmm. feeds whatever spiritual vibration that you're trying, that you're manifesting. Yeah. And people who are just going mindlessly through life, plugged into the matrix, they are picking up on spiritual energy. Yeah. They just don't realize it yet. But that—that's why we're seeing so many kids. Uh, with this confusion of gender and things of that, this is all part of paganism. So yeah. when you think about spiritual energy, that's the spiritual energy that they're consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, parents are letting our, where we've been letting our kids be completely exposed to the internet, an unfiltered system of information that's clearly poisoning the minds of, of the youth. And, um, you know, that's unfortunately what what we've been all dealing with, me included. Like we've, we've really got to put a stop to that. And understand what's going on, but then also teach our kids uh, the greatness of God and help them find other other things to feast upon, versus uh, what the, what the world has well, to offer them.
0: Amen. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think we'll wrap up the show with this is, is save your kids, Yeah, save your kids. You know, I pulled Benjamin out of school in 2020 because I did not want him to be wearing he a did. mask. Yeah, right. Same thing with my daughter. Yeah. And, and then I've <clears throat> kept homeschooling him now the last couple of years, because I I'm just like, first of all, let's go back. What, what do you really remember from being in school eight hours a day for freaking 12 years? Barely made it. Barely made it. Same. So if I even get anything into his spirit that he actually retains and he knows how to read, he knows how to write, yep. he knows how to talk, he knows how to treat people, I'm winning. Yep. And he's winning. And so, th- this I encourage everybody who is even considering pulling their kid out of public school to do so, because there are a lot of programs. There's out school. Yeah. I mean, there's so many programs that you can, you know, have your kid be a part of. But you know, I want to end it here with you guys to have something to think about. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, are you you bitter? Are you anxious? Are you a depressed person? Do you see that there? Do you feel hopeless? Are you troubled? You know, because guys, when you change your thoughts, you change your mind. You absolutely change your mind. So choose love, choose joy and hope and peace will come upon you. You know, it's like, will have a, a life despite of the circumstances around us to be a joyous life. And so I hope this encourages you guys and I hope that this encourages the people of Maui keep spreading your aloha spirit. Look to God. Don't listen to the government and what they're saying. You know, reach out to anybody who wants to donate. Reach out to the um, Maui Legal Preservation Fund.org. And let's continue to keep Maui in our prayers. And I thank my friend Tyson for being here with us. And guys, so that's all the time we have for today's. But again, remember Nurses Out Loud is on air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. with an encore at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I encourage you guys to download our America Out Loud talk radio app so you can have access to 24-7 news from a variety of our show hosts discussing all different types of topics uncensored. So guys, until next time, be safe, be well, and God bless and continue to shine your light in the darkness. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be here again on Monday uh, hosting the show for Nurse April while she is out getting our website up and running. We got a lot of great, yes, we got a lot of great things coming. The Lord is just moving and it, it is, it's so lovely. God bless.
1: It's time